the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the recent past in a bunch of different rooms in the Reno Sparks area. And now featuring Gray Eagle. It's the worst little podcast. And I'm your host, Mr. Nick Ramirez here. Filling in for Rory Gav, who couldn't make it tonight. Don't know why, but that's okay. We're totally stoked to have formerly Jack Danny, but really Danny Horton. We're talking out of our ass. Yay, Danny Horton. Yeah. From fucking Grey Eagle. Yay. The Jack Danny is on our fucking show, you guys. I'm on your show. Wow. No, I'm the one that feels privileged. (laughs) We know our place. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Our award-winning podcast, thanks to you. Yeah, it is an (laughs) award-winning podcast, Danny. You got to drop that every time you can. Shit, we won that that five, ten years in a row. Right. Heck yeah! Because sure. after they sure. after we won it the last time, Danny, they closed down the fucking newspaper that gave us that award. So yeah. we won oh, the first two, so and, and they stopped it. We're the defending. You know like, Wasn't it the last? Do we do three? Do we do three or two? I, I don't know. No, two, we were up through. Okay, I should go in the studio and count the number of times I got the award because it's up on the wall. <laughs> but we should have won three. Two. Okay, it's only two. Okay. We won Nick every knows. year. They had it as a category. Yes. Right. Undefeated. <laughs> we sweep. Undefeated. We swept the whole right. podcast community here in Reno. Well, it, and that's kind of how far back we are because podcasting should have been celebrated uh, maybe five years ago or more. Yeah, it's true. You know? Maybe 10 years. I remember we were featured in a story in the News and Review probably ten, almost 10 years ago during our first or second season where they talked about us and a couple other podcasts. We're the guys, survivor. I, I miss the news and review. Rest oh, in me peace. too. Reno news yep. and review. Yeah. Man, it's weird. What yeah, kind of happened killed. everywhere. They sort of did the same thing out here. Um, the very last newspaper that they printed out here is one that I was in uh, because I was doing the, uh, I call them the Red Fox Road sessions up here, but my quarantine concerts, those made it into the newspaper out here and then they, it's like the last newspaper. So like even you guys being in the last newspaper, it's like you're part of history. Because <laughs> it's like, when they go, oh man, remember the news and review? And they're going to pick up the last edition of it and you guys are going to be in well, there. We were in the very last edition. We were just the last award. Every once a year, they would have the best of issue where they would be the best of everything in the entire city. Yeah. And we got best, best podcast. Hand, hand job or whatever. Best, uh, best hand job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Foot massage. <laughs> <laughs> I, to- I told you guys that I had a friend who actually got a hand job at a massage place. And I said, how did you know that they did that there? How did you know they did that there? And he said, it was on Yelp. And I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, so, so, so apparently. Okay, so I'm afraid. I've been wanting to try like one of those massage places near my house on Wells. And I'm afraid if I go in, it's going to be one of like, like a front for like a prostitution ring or something. So I'm afraid to go in. <laughs> like I really want a massage. <laughs> Do you think it kinda, that sort of happens in Nevada, right? Like, you're like yeah. oh, shoot, I'm going to get a massage. And then, and you're like, Oh my God, why did you touch me there? Why and they're you? like, 
you looked really tense down there or something. Man, I think I think you're safe. You gave I think, handed me fifty bucks in the middle of the massage. I thought. Yeah. Kim, I think first and foremost, those ladies have to be able to give massages, and then secondarily, they're taught how to give hand jobs. So, uh, okay. so no matter what, she's gonna know how to massage you. So I'll still get a massage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and if you just tip, tip good, but with no expectations, they probably appreciate that. I don't I tip too good. Back. If you tip too yeah, good, just going right into the gutter. Right <laughs> I'm going to go and report back and let you guys know how it was. Ooh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Exciting. I've that only gotten massages from people that I've known, and they've always said that, like, they don't do that. So I, I believe them. Um, but one of them was Why Nate's. Why do they feel the need to tell you that? They, well, because you asked. They, they wouldn't tell you. Because you know that there's some, you, you know there's some creepy, well, no, you know there's some creepy dude who is getting a massage and then rolls over and is like, hey, so how's this ending going to be? So. You know, like, you know that's going to happen because guys are creepy. It's going to be disappointing. And one of those, one of those people was Nate's wife. Nate's wife gave me a massage once, which is weird. Cause I mean, oh. it wasn't weird. It was just that I'd never gotten a massage and she's like, okay, take off did all you your roll clothes. Over? I, I did. No. And it was mostly my back. My back was screwed up. And she <laughs> and Nate said, my wife's a massage. You know how helpful Nate was. He was the best. The, our intern. And, uh, and she, Oh yeah. 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 And she, but it was my back that was screwed up. So there was very little to do with my front, but I was nearly naked with Nate's wife for an extended period of time while she touched almost every part of me. She's oh, a professional, sounds, man. Oh, very professional. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I was really, yeah. really grateful. So, See, that's, a, that's a real happy ending. Yeah, that story that's has happy right, That's the right kind of happy ending. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but enough about hand jobs. Uh, so, Danny. Enough about that. So, you're Danny on a... Horton. You're, <laughs> Jack Danny. So welcome back. <laughs> hey, hey, way. I'm just absorbing all of this. I, it's honestly, it's it's hard for me just not to let my head go straight into the gutter and just yeah. I mean Rick Rick knows me, man. <laughs> Danny, oh, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you, if if at any time your head could go into the gutter, this show is the appropriate place to do that. Right. It's, not bad. it's just what if my mom starts listening, you know? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's oh, Rick. that. A common concern on the show. Your mom's, a grown, your mom's a grown woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> if your mom didn't know about sex, you wouldn't be here. So. Okay, uh, mom, I apologize in advance. I love you. <laughs> For whatever gets said on this show. <laughs> so you're out in Gray Eagle. And it, it looks like you're um, in like a mountain cabin with like where, where you, you've been chopping wood out back all day. Is that what? It's like there. Yeah, it is like that actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. This is the house that uh, my dad, and my grandpa, and I kind of built on. You, so, you, cool, you man. softly said, "And I." Did you really help? Were you like seven? Um, I, I've been, I've been more in the finishing process of it rather than like the structural, structural portion of it so you know my dad and my grandpa i was we were like 84 1984 when we moved up here so i was like four years old and so they my papa and my dad kind of uh laid down the foundation and then did all the structure and then as i got older then i helped fill in the walls and you know and now this is you know it's where i live now 
And oh. your family had like a rented and house I, while it was being built or, or did you live in a tent out front? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. I could tell you some crazy stories about this house. Yeah. Cause uh, <laughs> so at one point, like, I mean, my parents came up from LA and so I don't think they understood like the Sierra Nevada of winters and everything. And, uh, so we came up here and the only room that was really finished in this house was, um, the bedroom <laughs> and the rest of it was like trusses and framework in here. And so, man, there'd be like mountain lion tracks in the living room. There was like oh, snow shit. in here and stuff. <laughs> we just had like the one bedroom finished and then it was like, you know, space heaters in there and, and I slept in a closet. So when I was 10, I came out of the closet and that's when I got my own room. <laughs> so it's been interesting. There's been, uh, I've had bears in here. I've had, uh, there's, there's a family of raccoons living um, in the wall in the staircase at one point. Every time I go down to do my, my laundry, I, I'd hear like, yeah. And I was like, how did you get the raccoons out? Oh man, uh, with welding gloves. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? You had to Shit. grab the raccoons? Well, so my dad had it and he put the welding gloves on and then he grabbed it and put it in a bag. <clears throat> Holy shit. And then took it outside. We had a skunk under the uh, bathtub <laughs> for a while too. And we, yeah. we uh, sort of put plywood going out of the bathroom and we put little bits of uh, ground beef in a trail in hopes of it finally did it just followed the trail of meat out and <laughs> left <laughs> uh, it's like i mean oh man anybody who lives out in the woods i live yeah. on like um i guess it's like an old kind of logging road out here sort of so i'm about three miles from the main highway 70 if you know which connects to 395 and so in the winter time it's pretty brutal out here there's i mean everything's trying to survive all the animals, you know, like there's bears out here. I mean, I forgot to lock my door and a bear came in, got, you know, a steak out of the fridge. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so it really went uh, right so to the fridge. So it, it was like back then I was uh, living with a girl here and we'd get up really early in the morning, like three thirty-four, because we had to commute into Reno and she had to go to her long and she got up at like two thirty and went and got a glass of water and came back to bed. And then I woke up around 3.30 and I opened the door and I look down the hallway and the fridge is open. And I'm like, man, you left the fridge open. Come on now. Like, you know, and then, and then I'm like, oh, oh, good. And the dog got in the garbage, too. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of garbage. I'm like, dang, dude, the dog drug like a whole gallon of milk out onto the carpet here. And, uh, and uh the barbecue was knocked over and like <laughs> thoroughly licked outside and there's a big bear print. He didn't go to the bathroom or she, I, I don't mean to offend if the bear ends up listening to this podcast. Uh, and, and at the time she bears. was the girl that was living here, she was drinking steel reserves and the bear bit into a steel reserve and then it must've <laughs> just dropped it out of its mouth. Cause it was pretty much a full steel reserve beer on the floor. And he said, <laughs> No, I'm a Sierra Nevada bear. I will only yes. drink Sierra Nevada beers oh. up here. These you got to be in the right kind of mood to drink Steel Reserve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, man. Classy. You just, I, I never got into Steel Reserve. It's just like, 
I never wanted to eat tinfoil, you know? That was one classy bear. That was a classy bear. Yeah, he was like, ugh. So, but you never, you never actually saw the bear. So it could have been like Jodon Baker. It could have been like. It could have it been the chick. Like your- it, tra- it tracked in some mud into the carpet here. So, so there were. Um, ba- so it could have been Jodon Baker wearing bare feet shoes. It could have been. I mean, okay. it's possible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't rule it out, but there is, I am in the woods and there is bears here. Even at one of my shows, I was playing and then, you know, around the corners, this dumpster and there was a crafts fair going on in the park around there. And I look in there and this bear's got his head in like one of those Costco sized nacho cheese cans. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey, a bear. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's cool, man. That that cheese is all yours, pal. <laughs> I got really close with my camera, and everyone's like, dude, back off. And I'm like, man, he's not even gonna be able to see me because he's got his head stuck in the can of cheese. <laughs> he, was, he, he was he was doing some weird stuff with his mouth, and like I'd come close, and he's like. <laughs> 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 and I was like, I think he's trying to say hi to me. I, I think he wants me to come closer and say hi to him. That cheese us has no yeah. nutritional value at all. Oh, man. I don't speak bear either. It does for a bear. Bears, bears need so, everything they can get. I guess we could get like a little bit dirty on the show you guys said. but So people bring in like all kinds of meat and everything into my store. And people kill bears. And you have to kill a bear up in the higher mountain ranges because... The ones that eat trash, you don't want to eat those because they get in the garbage. And my buddy said he saw a bear and he was eating used tampons. Oh. A bear's body will filter all of that nasty stuff out, right? And imagine how much nutrition is actually in a tampon. Way more than that cheese sauce, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, probably you're right. <laughs> but the cheese sauce, man, that stuff's so good. And so the dude like came in and brought sausages and everything, and and it was bear Wait, sausage. Wait, was this from the tampon bear? I was out eating it. No, and I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, hey, wait a second. And he was just like, it's cool. He's like, he's like, I hunted it up in the mountains. He's like, I didn't get any trash yeah. bears. It's been eating pine cones the whole time. Yeah. It's been a lot. Yeah, this sausage fed. tastes like. If I knew what tampons taste like, this is what this sausage tastes like right here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait because I'm going to post this on, like, my site. And all of the people that are in this town are going to hear this podcast. And they're going to go. They already know. You know, Danny's such a nice boy. And he's so polite. And they're like, oh, God. (laughs) You're talking about these tampons. (laughs) Wait. I think it came up naturally. It's okay. It could be worse. Well, okay. So, well, to the people who are listening from Gray Eagle, I think Gray Eagle is a lovely little town. And I actually get up there. I get up there with my boyfriend frequently because his parents own a little fifth wheel that's in a little um, park up there. And we go probably like four or five times a year. And it's awesome. It's beautiful. Mm. The people are super friendly. I love that little pizza restaurant. Goombas. Um, you got to huh? say it right. It's Goombas. No, or no, 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 no. Kuchi, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. They've got What's it? What? I fucking What's love it called? Kuchi. Kuchias. Oh. Kuchia. 
Yeah, it's and like a time. Order, yeah, you, it's that. a time place, and you can order like bottles of wine to go and like wood sounds nice. Especially it's right delicious. now, like everything's to go. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it like there right now? Like, what? So, California is obviously different than Nevada as far as regulations go right now. Um, but the little mountain towns are way different too, right? Are, well, Still are California. They, are they allowing live music? No, but if you guys follow me on the Facebook page, I do um, like all these pop-up concerts. So basically the venues aren't really allowed to advertise at the moment. Um, I kind of caught the small wave before things shut down again, where there was maybe like two or three. I've pretty much played every weekend since like February or March out here because I've just made something happen out here. And like this weekend, I'm going to be playing outside of the Naughty Pine Bar. And then everybody can sit on that lawn and, you know, social distance. And, um, and then I'm going to be up in the back of a deuce and a half army truck. Um, just playing out there with uh, my buddy, Scott Arthur, who joins me. Scott's so fucking Um, rad. You guys, it's got everything. What's got playing with you. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he's so good. He does like mandolin and he does, um, the slide guitar and then he, um, plays guitar and leads and does, I mean, we harmonize like that's like it's so it just fell together so so easy. Like um, he hired me at one of his restaurants, and then his wife at the time said, um, "You know, Scott plays music." And I was like, "Oh man, grab my guitar!" And he started playing. I was like, "Geez, why'd you hire me, man? You're so good." <laughs> and uh, then we just pulled out my book after the restaurant closed, and um, we just jammed out there. And I was like, "Holy cow! Like it, it just it just fit together so easily." And we don't, we've never, we've literally never practiced the whole time that we've been playing. We've been playing together for almost like um, two years now, I think. And it's just, he's older than me. He used to play out in Nashville and um, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he grew up in um, um, Ohio and he lived in Nashville for a little while. And so he just knows all the kind of like classic style of music that I play, like the classic country stuff. And so it's awesome. But so shows have been shut down, but, um, I feel like, um, I can't live without music and people are so hungry for music right now. You would not even believe it. I played this pop-up show last weekend, um, at a place called the brewing layer up here. I'm like name dropping oh, I love the stuff. brewing layer. I was going to ask if you played there. Yeah. And usually it's like crazy when I advertise it, I can just get all like the whole town to come out and, um, they just set up on a lawn and then it kind of goes downhill and there's a big stage there. And man, it's just, it's so awesome. Everybody just gets chairs and they got beer up there and then they got like this new food truck that serves some kind of Asian foods. You just don't have to go anywhere. You just hang out right there. And, and people, it's like, nobody's gone to any just like regular concerts or anything. So people are coming up to me and they're like, you're like the first live music I've heard (laughs) all year and i've been dying for something right now and Dude, so I'm, I, am, yeah, I haven't heard anything I am, since february yeah i am so starved for live music that i went to a restaurant i went to picnic the other day and we went and ordered food because they're allowed to be open because they order they serve food and so we were ordering food and some guy was just out like on the porch with some other dude just like randomly jamming with their acoustic guitars and i was like this is the best. And I thanked them on the way out. I was like, this is the most live music I have seen in like six months. 
I, man. Like, it was magical and awesome. And I miss you gotta it so have much. It. And when I you don't have it, you realize like how much you miss live shows. And I mean, I was doing the Red Fox Road sessions up here that I was talking about earlier. I don't know if I was talking about it on this part of the show, but um, I, st- I got snowed in out here. And so I started out calling the isolation concerts because I got snowed in. Mm-hmm. And then that week, my first show got canceled. And, like a whole ton of shows started getting canceled. And um, so I got snowed in and started playing just like this, like in my living room with this backdrop and everything. And people are like, man, you should hook your Venmo up to it. And then they're like, shut everything down really hard. And so I just was like, well, man, I don't have anything to do. I'll just start playing every week. So I started advertising on Sundays or early in the week. And then people would, they would tune in like it was a TV show every Friday, usually Saturday it was. for I did it for a little over three months every weekend. Um, so much that the newspaper got onto it and um, wrote it like a, I'm like flattered. They're so cool to me in the newspaper. Like this, everybody always makes me feel like this big rock star out here and I love it. <laughs> um, and so then I just started calling them the quarantine concerts because everybody else was doing that. But then I live on Red Fox Road. So they became the Red Fox Road sessions. So there's all these Red Fox Road sessions out here. And that just sort of filled a gap. And by the time, um, that kind of peaked and people were kind of like, Meh, maybe they're getting a little bored. Cause I mean, I can only, I was trying to learn new songs every week if I could, but I mean, trying to work and then learn a song after work is tough. And then after that, I started just popping up in the park and then I did some where they paid me and then it kind of shut down again. And now I'm back to doing, I, I played out at, uh, two ranches the last this past month, but the ranch had a stage out there. Another one I went out there, I was playing. It sounded like I was getting heckled after every song. Cause there was goats. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, you know, Oh, thanks everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, man. I've never felt a cow's tongue. I had my guitar. It sounds really bad. We're getting dirty again, right? I had all, I was fully clothed, but I just reached in to uh, make a connection with another living creature with my hand. And man, that tongue came out and it like, it was like it grabbed onto my finger. I was like, wow. That was an interesting experience right there. And it was fun. There was probably like, I don't know, like maybe 10 actual people. And then there was, a herd of cows, goats, and then uh, <clears throat> what do they call those? Uh, a bunch of dogs. There, there's a certain name for them. Um, guardian dogs. They're just kind of rescue dogs, and then you sort of, you know, they protect your house and everything. Um, usually strays and everything, and they're just just hanging out in there and the, with all the cows and goats. And man, the goats were surfing. They were crowd surfing. Do you guys? I don't know. If, Nick and Rick are friends with me on Facebook, but I put like, look at the crowd serving on my last show. And there's this goat on top of another goat. (laughs) 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 This just sounds like a party I want to be at. It's so fun. You better invite me next time. You guys are all welcome. Always. It's, it, you know, like everything finds a way and it's just like music's been so, uh, I mean, it's been shut down, you know, and, and I, like, I just, I, I don't know, I can't stop. It's like, uh, well, there's two of us on here at least that know, like when you quit drinking, you're trying to like fill your time with something. So, um, 
when I quit drinking, man, I was out here like a lot alone. And I was like, man, it's not really that fun playing drums. Cause that's my main instrument. And I just picked up the guitar and started singing and everything. And I was like, man, now I'm like addicted to guitar and singing. <laughs> I'm like, I need to go to like a guitar anonymous meeting here soon. <laughs> why, don't we hear, why don't we show the audience what the hell you sound like? Wouldn't that be a great yes, idea? Great idea. That. So, Danny, what should we give them first? Do we just start out strong? Yeah. Go with like, how you do. Yeah. Just go with Miss Rose, man. One, two, one, two, three, four.
straight to jail. Damn. I can picture yeah. you sitting on some grassy hill hey. with a bunch of people in Grey Eagle playing your ass off <laughs> like that. <laughs> why why were you in the Quincy jail? So, is uh, that <laughs> true story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> you didn't park your car in the middle of a roller rink. Okay, so there's bits and pieces of it in there as a rider that you like would embellish. Park, Take some park or, or there was no, I didn't crash in anything. Uh, so let's see, uh, it was, uh, man, June 4th, my birthday, my 30th birthday. And I was, uh, I was at the Mohawk bar and everybody's like, oh man, it's your birthday. Let's get you shots. And I was like, oh man, I better, like, I better drive home before all these shots kick in. <laughs> Do you say June 30th? Uh, June 4th. Do you know how oh, al- 4th, Do you know how alcohol works? Because that, <laughs> that, that's a terrible plan. Uh, yeah, but I didn't have very far to go. And uh, so also I, a terrible plan. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, boyfriend's yeah. mom calls it the DUI zone. If you're within yeah. like like two tenths of a mile from your house, it's called the DUI zone where you're okay to get home if you drive drunk. Is it okay to but, drive drunk in a in a country town? That's Is that you better? Always get caught. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you always get caught. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I drove home and I almost got home, and this car was coming up on me fast, and they pulled me over, and I was like, "Crap, man!" But uh, these dudes, they were really cool. Like I went to school with a lot of the uh, law enforcement out here, actually, and um, I'm not going to say one of the dudes' names, but we're actually like one of the guys. Um, we're co-writing some songs together. Um, <laughs> so he's got to listen to this. Well, yeah, you, he's, he, um, you stopped drinking actually, a while ago. So this story is a while ago. This story is, uh, I just turned 40. So this story is 10, 10 years, years ago. 10 years ago, drunk home. driving was fine. Right. That's Jack Danny. That's Jack yeah. Danny. <laughs> Danny Not Danny Horton. Yeah. 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 And, and you know how, like, um, I know I'm getting old and, I just turned 40. It's because my I'm so excited my car insurance is gonna go down. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, that so I'm like, man, all right, my back hurts a little bit more, but dang, those <laughs> those those insurance rates sure are nice now. <laughs> well, and you're that much closer to the you know, the answer to life and everything, you know. Just yeah. super, you know right? two years away. He's two years away, everybody. Right. Is that true? Yeah, that's the the everything the really. The answer to life. The answer to life is 42. Man, well, I didn't know and that, but now I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but so, that's also yeah, so when I'm, Elvis died. So stay away from Stay away from the toilet. I miss it all. Avoid sandwiches and toilets, and you'll be fine. I'm right. 42. I'm actually, since I've turned 40, I, I'm on a pretty strict diet to keep my blood pressure low. <laughs> oh, there you go. But wait, wait, I eat lots of wait, vegetables. Wait, we're, we're totally off track from Miss Rose. Did you? There, okay, there. so. Uh, oh yeah. So I I went to um, uh, I went to the Quincy Jail that night. Um, they were nice enough to actually drive my car and my girlfriend home. And as we were driving up my road, I've told you it's really long dirt road. They're like, "Hey, man, you're gonna get us out of here, right?" And I was like, "Well, I, I'm all handcuffed. I don't really have much choice, do I?" And <laughs> We we got in here. They're over there, radio going. <laughs> so they took me down. They took me down into the Quincy Jail, and um, um, this is uh, a part of my music history. Is um, I was in a band called Mnemonic, um, and we toured around in Europe. We were signed on Teeth Truck 
Universal Records. And um, as far as I know, we were up to number eight on the charts over there. So we kind of like had like a little bit of um, uh, people recognize us a little bit. We're on TV in Hamburg called Balcony TV. It's on YouTube and everything. And so people in my hometown here, when I got back, like um, one of the sheriffs, like when I showed up, he, he uh, like wanted my autograph or something in the jail. <laughs> I was like, oh man. And um, they were like, wanted to talk music with me. And I was just like handcuffed sitting there and everything. It was, it was so funny. Like, what do you call it? The uh, lobotomist, uh, the guy oh, that, right. that does your uh, yeah, takes your blood. He had to take yeah. my blood. And he was like, I'm a singer too. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I see it's your birthday. And he sounded like Tom Waits. He was like, happy birthday to you. <laughs> it, was cre- it was the creepiest, Man. coolest birthday ever. So, so anyways, as, um, as I'd come back from um, our, doing our little Europe tour over there, um, I was drinking so hard and they kicked you know, I mean, we, they kicked me out of the band because I was drinking too much and creative differences and everything. And, and I completely love those dudes now. Like we're, we're totally fine. What band was like, that? Mnemonic? It was called uh mnemonic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of like, uh, <laughs> I was kicked out because invest- I was drinking too much and creative differences. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably like, <laughs> probably more. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're sort of button heads back then a bunch and it wasn't helping that I was like showing up to the studio and I'm like having breakfast, which was like a PBR with orange juice in it, you know? And then I'm like, well, it's, it's 10 o'clock. I could definitely switch over to the Jack right now. Right. So, but I didn't know which direction my, uh, my music was going to go in because I love all kinds of music and I've always, um, listened to like Johnny Cash and Waylon, um, probably because of my dad, like we'd go down, and I clean his machine shop and he would, um, he'd have an eight track player and he's like, you know, you know, I like eight track players cause they don't play smashing pumpkins. I'm like, all right. So we just always be listening to, uh, you know, like Willie and Waylon and everything. And, um, so I just had a, I've always had a soft spot, even with all the punk rock bands that I played in. Um, I always would get in my car after a show and I'd be like popping in a, you know, Johnny cash CD and, um, and, I got to meet his granddaughter and play a show with her and hear some cool stories. And I, like, I just, I love, I just I love wanna, him as a human. I don't want to drag you around, but you never got to miss Rose. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just telling, cool. <laughs> I'm telling all these, I, I'm telling all these crazy parts of it. So when I, when I got to jail, I was sitting there going, man, my life is, it's like shit right now. And I'm like, I love music. What am I going to do? Well, I got out of jail that morning. I started hitchhiking home. Everybody was um, waving at me saying I was number one when I was sticking my thumb out, (laughs) (laughs) flipping me off. You know, they're like, Hey, you're number one. But, and the only person that would pull over was this dude in a flatbed pickup truck with hay. And I got in there. We listened to Hank senior as he was driving me back to the end of my road. And I, the night before I lost my dog at the bar, uh, my oh. girlfriend was breaking up with me and um, I was, I lost my job also uh, because I no called no showed cause I was in the Quincy jail. And I was like, man, you wrote yourself know. a country song. So like, it's just like the universe <laughs> just like, was all, Hey dude, thump, like hit me on the head. And it was like, 
hello, like write a country song. So I in <laughs> like in in the jail, I started penning the first part of Miss Rose, um, which also my life has been up here and in Reno. So um, I think I saw something about somebody driving into the roller rink, like um, <laughs> King Skate or something. Like Roll something like that. Her. Yeah, something like that. And I used to like, I had this big van. I was also in a band called Monroe. I don't know if anybody heard of that one. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob yeah. Belcher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with Rob and Derek Berryessa and yes. a bunch of, we had yeah. um, Alex White on bass, uh, last, uh, or Anton Diches and um, Joe Vesco was in a bunch of bands. So, anyways, we all shared this big, huge van. And it had a mattress in the back of it and I was driving it for a while and I would just go down to like, um, uh, what's, what's downtown there uh, on like, uh, first and, uh, the Imperial bar it was at the time or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I just park in that parking lot and I would just pass out on the back of that truck cause I didn't want to drive home and I had a mattress. And then, so the cop that's in the song, the cop came up and, you know, kind of knocked on the window and was like, Hey man, you can't park here. And I was like, Oh, yep. So I was getting ready for work here. Uh, <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> I was just, uh, yeah. And so then I was like, Oh my God, he didn't arrest me. I'm like, okay, well, what time is it? Oh, 7am. All right. Well, I better go to the liquor store. So, <laughs> but so all these things that happened in my life, um, during that time sort of got into Miss Rose and, um, I don't know, maybe me feeling sorry for myself, got put in there a little bit. And, um, I, you know, I was, like, uh, man, my, my woman's leaving me. So in the song, I also put a part in there about having this uh, gold locket that I wore on my neck, which isn't true. But um, uh, in in the Miss Rose story, I crashed the van and just head into a bar and start drinking. And then I drink my night away and start leaving the bar. And um, and cop goes, hey, man, that's your wrecked vehicle over there. I'm like, no, it's not. And he's like, yeah, well, what's this? And it's the locket that I wore around my neck, which how the picture of me and my dear old hound Molly I didn't have any, I didn't have a picture of a woman to put in there. So I just put a picture of my dog in there. <laughs> nice. so the whole story of Miss Rose is just me going to jail. And then it's, yeah, and that's a rad part. story. Yeah. That is a rad story. Yeah. Good story. So, I mean, well, yeah, so you we, made it to the end. We, we, made, we made it to the end of this story. I feel like we need to start another story though. So I feel like we should listen to another song. Yeah, go ahead. Um, let's see. Let's do, um, I think these other songs will have shorter stories. So that one is just kind <laughs> of like one of like uh, my bigger songs, Miss Rose. Like the last um, show that I played, um, a pop-up show, the sheriff actually drove up and flipped his lights on. And I'm like, oh shit. Um, and uh, we're buddies. I didn't know who it was at the time. And um, I was like, hey man, yeah, do you want me to shut down the show? And you know, he's just like, no, I want to request a song, dude. <laughs> so he came over and he's like, dude, will you play Miss Rose for me? And uh, oh, we were, cool. we were uh, fast pals after that. So. Full circle. That's funny. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Him and I are actually, uh, we're writing. We've got about 10 songs in the works right now, I think, that we're writing on. And um, just, I mean, there's like going to be some heartbreak songs and there's going to be just uh, a song called, um, I'll give you a little peeps here but this cursed guitar you know you pick up this guitar it never made you rich but man your daddy played a bunch of shows with it and then he gave it to you and then you go out and you make a little money and pay the bills and can't keep a woman because of this guitar but so this guitar is actually named babe right here because i'm like well this is the most consistent thing in my life 
And um, I just wanted to give her a pet name. So I named my guitar Babe. There you go. <laughs> uh, maybe, we could, maybe we could do the train song. Oh, the train song. Okay. All right, it's actually, I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be called The Rhythm of the Train is what it shall shall be named. The Rhythm of the Train. And uh, we should mention on that last song and on this song too, right? Andy, 86, Andy from Pistolero. Yeah, this is Andy. Um, I think, yeah, Andy's... Um, so friend of the podcast. Of these songs. Yeah. yeah. We love yep. Andy. Dude, he's just like oh, he's so killer on the bass. And he's when such a when I heard him play, I was like, man, I got to get this dude on my <laughs> album because it's just exactly well, the sound that I want. He's dude. so inappropriate. I love having him uh, on the show. He's dude, so fucking well, hilarious. And there's nobody you'd rather just spend the day with in the studio. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. He's so yeah. much fun. Oh, I love okay. that guy. So here's the train song. Danny, do they even have trains in Gray Eagle? Oh, dude. They do have trains in Gray Eagle. Uh, okay. They got, they got trains in Portola. They got to have them in Gray Eagle. Hell yeah, yeah Portola, is like, Portola is like, uh, that's like the hub right like there. Train it's like train city. Hub. Yeah. The, Portola's got a big station. Not big. Uh-huh. I mean, they, they have the station there. So, and actually, nothing the, in Portola is big. Sexually. But no. for Portola, it's big. Yeah. Yeah, for Portola, it's big. For but for the Portola. tracks actually go right in front of my house here. Um, yeah. So I kind of grew up always 
hearing that uh, that horn because they always blow the horn at the crossings or if there's you know things oh, in the track. That's a great sound. Yeah, so that one. I mean, I don't have like a big crazy long story. I could make it long here, but um, <laughs> I, I was I'm, I've always like loved. Um, it's like a comforting sound for me. Um, the train, and it's like I'd be sitting here and you'd hear that. I don't know. And they, everybody writes about it, like a lonesome whistle. Um, to me, it was like this um, comfortable, like lonesome feeling. That whistle, I'm like, I'm home kind of thing, you know? Everywhere I go, even when I lived in LA for a little bit, I'd hear the train and I'm like, late at night, and I'm like, oh man, it's such a beautiful sound. And yeah. uh, so I remember when I um, got the idea for it, I was sitting in my kitchen washing dishes and everything. And, um, my girlfriend at the time was sitting on the couch here and all of a sudden like the idea hit me, like somebody dropped a brick on my head and I had my hands full of soap and water and I come running in. I'm like trying to find a pen and paper, just like, you know, like throwing stuff in the air. I'm like, what? and she's like, what the hell have you just lost your mind? Like I'm just covered in dish soap all over my face and my arms and everything. And <laughs> everything, piece of paper everything, that, and start like, everything that happens to Danny is like an episode of three's company. <laughs> so, he's the modern country Jack Tripper. Yeah. Hey, I like that show. I love that was that a good reference. show, man. What about Nightcore? That was a good one, too. Oh, I love Nightcore. Oh, man. Yeah, so let's I, not go down kinda... that rabbit hole. Right. Marky yeah, Post. Richard Bull. Let's go down. Richard Bull. Richard Bull. Richard Bull. Yeah. 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 Rabbit hole. We could do a whole series of shows on Nightcore. Let's not even get started. To this day, I want a stuffed armadillo, and it's just because I saw that on Nightcore. I was mm-hmm. I was a MacGyver kid myself. Oh, fuck yeah. I all day all. long. Dude, MacGyver was so good. Did you have to pick one back then? There was so much time. Like, oh, there were so many things. There were so many shows. You could just have them all because there was no internet. Oh, we just had all like, of them. We had like this... Uh, antenna that you know it turned on top of the roof and you had a dial oh, on yeah. the inside of the house that you would turn oh, yeah. and then we had like three channels we had like kcra out of sacramento which was news and then we had like pbs <laughs> we'd sometimes get fox and then we had um i think it was like abc or what well, was like um friday night you had full house and family matters and all that stuff yeah you know? yeah yeah i think that was the abc but you watched yeah. whatever the fuck they showed you. That's what you got. Yeah, there's no choice. And you're like, oh, man. Well, I've seen this hemorrhoids commercial like 10 times today. <laughs> I didn't even want the cre- I didn't want the cream, but now they've sold it to me. Yeah, maybe I do have hemorrhoids. Maybe I do. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, changing tone a little bit. I want to talk to Nick really quick. Oh, oh hey, what's I want to up? talk to I want to talk to Nick about what he did on Friday night. Oh, Friday night, yes. <laughs> oh, ouch! It was Danny. Uh, you're not the only one coming over here to record. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the uh, beginning of the end of making the record here. Uh, this might be the end by Nick Ramirez <clears throat> coming soon. <laughs> Better not um, be the end. And on vinyl, CD, possibly cassettes, or I'll just make cassettes out of my house with a boombox or something. So I'm gonna uh, do. yeah, old school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we got the gang vocals on two of Reno's favorite songs. Uh, I don't, I, 
maybe it's not my place to say that, but uh, I'm a drunk and Mary Anarchy always had people singing back at me. Sing alongs, yeah. So we got some good gang vocals that night featuring uh, Chewbacca, featuring him, featuring Dogwater Dick. Yeah. We're sad Rory couldn't make that one either. But uh, 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 yeah. Nice to have the podcast people involved in the, in the, in the album. And a couple, say, few more people. Mikey really cool. was there, and Keith Mikey from Murder was Rock was there. Yeah, yeah. And Felix oh, stopped man. by but didn't sing. But I've been yeah, singing those songs. Felix. Been singing those songs for years myself. I finally can show something for it. Well, and oh, awesome. I've been singing those songs for years, and I finally figured out the words for them. So, <laughs> well, yeah. we, we did them like five <laughs> times. Your head. Yeah. It was Man, Where can I get a copy of the Lego song? Lego uh, song. That, you could get my old stuff's on, still on that old I Reverb, Reverb <laughs> Nation, or Chewbacca could. I can totally dub you a cassette. <laughs> I got, I got all that stuff. Rick, Rick that project, had, uh, the astronaut. Was that what it was? No. Yeah, I was astronaut. Astronaut. Yeah. That was the name of that record. Yeah. And then my band would become astronaut after that. But yeah, that's the, the old days. Those were good songs, but yeah, they, the, I never got to record some of those uh, old songs too. So I got some of the oldies in there and then some songs you guys probably haven't heard oh, very Chewy's, much. Chewie's got it. And Man, I love that. What was that pizza place? I used, I remember I'd go down there and watch you uh, play acoustic guitar um, off Keystone. Pizza Baron? Yeah. Uh, was it Pizza Baron? I don't know. It's like right Where'd there you... in that shopping center with like the Save save More and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Pizza Baron. Baron. I played Pizza yeah. Baron a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And the Zephyr, we'd always do all those open mics there. That was fun. I played Zephyr a lot. And Jeff Dubs and Blue Lamp and... Area 51. Area 51. Shit, yeah. the Zephyr's back when I was Jake. drunk. Yeah, and I always forget like little cafes and pizza parlors too, you know? Yeah. You probably played in 40 different places in Reno, I bet, Nick. Yeah. I don't even want to think about counting that up. <laughs> I remember the, the Summit Saloon. Remember how good the shows were at the Summit Saloon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Summit. We do that a lot. Yeah. We, yeah. We'd make money up there. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. I mean, that was like kind of a college hangout. And, but it was it was always busy. It was a real fun, big, good stage. Yeah, we were good party band. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, they'll actually party with you the whole time. Oh my gosh! Well, so we're almost done with the album. Songs you have? Oh, sorry. Oh, we're almost done with Nick's album. Yeah, like like last like last little tiny. Touches. Oh yeah, Rick. Rick's oh, when does it come it out? Up. I thought I thought you still had like months to go. No, we were gonna it's do a few done. more songs, and we kind of decided that these ones were good, and that that we're gonna stop here, right, Nick? Yeah, it's a good piece the way it is. Uh, it tells the story that I want to tell, as far as like all the songs back to back, you know. And um, yeah, I want to get it out this year. I'm 50 years old. You know, in 2020. So I want to get, uh, I want to get this down on the record and, and, uh, get it out there and do it, do it up proper with the LP on, on vinyl and CD. And I might have t-shirts too. When do you think this will happen? Um, 
Well, you put the order in and it could take a month or two f- to get back from so pretty soon. Order from. Pretty soon. It could be within yeah. a few months because like it's okay. only going to take me another week to like finish up my changes at the most. Okay. I hope. Yeah. I'm Once like, Rick gets me that master, we're, we're off to the, off to the races. But if you want to help support me, uh, I have a GoFundMe that's going to help pay for the vinyls. And I have a baby coming and uh, paying for all the vinyls. Uh, if you just want to pay ahead of time, pay that. And then it helps me out a lot. And I just get your name on the list and I get the record to you when the first order comes in. It's yours. Boom. And and we will and share that. Deeper now, if you... If you do the GoFundMe now, it's 20 bucks. If you do it after, and you know, like at a show or at the record store, it's going to be 25, 30 bucks because they're expensive as hell. So you're getting a good deal at 20 bucks. And we will share, we'll share the link on the blog and on our uh, Worst Little Podcast Facebook page too for Nick's GoFundMe. For but you can just, record. you search Nick but Ramirez on GoFundMe, support. right? Yeah, you'll you'll find it. Nick Ramirez. This might be the end. Is the name of the record. It's on my Facebook page too. If you know me, I'm really happy with what we've done, Rick. I've it's had so, a great time. It's with so you. fucking great. It's so fucking great. And then one of the songs that we had recorded years ago, but then kind of finished up now, is the one that I'm most fucking excited about. ESP. I just have it stuck in my head all the time, and I love it so much. It's funny, like, I could have been listening to that all this time, and for some reason I wasn't. That's a new song? It's one that I don't play a lot. It's, I wouldn't say yeah. it's new. This is That's a song I wrote when Marianne was still with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so probably, I'm sure I probably heard it a couple times then. I never played it out that much, and I never really recorded it besides, like, you know, just some cheap demo, you know, one mic, you know, just to have this song down as... So I'd remember how it goes or something, but doing it up with Rick proper style. Wow. It's pretty, it's good. And even like the old one that we were working off of that old track that we started, you could tell we just barely started and it was okay the way it was, but now it's fucking really good. See, that's the thing. You got to stay with your engineer for like 10 years and then your engineer will become better at his job and, and we'll be able to make your album better. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was at the old house. Wait, that was years ago. Record in my hands. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be so great. I think what Nick was about to say about a quiz. I think that might be kind of fun. <laughs> I think that might be kind of fun. This guy's too. got some some good answers. Let's do a short one. Okay. My dad just came in too. I'm excited to answer all these questions. Oh, really? He should be yeah. on. Oh, he should answer too. Get him on there. You guys right. can play the quiz against each other if you want. <laughs> yeah, tell him to come on in. I, no, you oh, don't want your dad to take yeah. the, Do you want your dad to take the quiz? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. We got questions that aren't too offensive. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I got room on this couch. I got a cat on this side, a guitar, oh, a mixer well, and, here. We'll and okay. you need another pair of headphones, too. <laughs> yeah, All right, let's just do this. Okay, Nick, do you want your music? Yes, please. As you wish, Mr. Ramirez. Hey, thanks, uh, Zombo. <laughs> it's time for the worst little quiz, and this week's guest, Danny Horton, formerly known as Jack Danny. We'll see who comes out, which personality comes out during the quiz. Um, <laughs> are you ready to play? Oh, I'm ready, man. All right. We're each going to ask you a long-form question, and then we'll head into some uh, 
rapid fires. My long form question is if you were Oh, I'll give you I'll throw you a softball one. Desert Island discs. What like what like three discs would you absolutely have to have if that was the only music you listened to? All right. This is just me, right? Or are we all doing this? Yeah, just no, you. Just you. Playing, okay. yes. This the show um, is all about you, Danny. <laughs> I like how you say that. It is about me, Rick. Dog water. You're such a dog water dick. Um, dude, I'd have to have... Um, I'd have to have some Johnny Cash in there. Um, uh, I grew up with some grunge, so... I, Man, some of that Nirvana in there. Um, dude, some Zeppelin. There you go. That's yeah. three. Yeah. Bam. Johnny Cash, so, Zeppelin, Nirvana. Just like your dad said, none of that Smashing Pumpkins crap. None of that Smashing uh, Pumpkins crap. That shit ain't grunge. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Who's next? Uh, okay, if you could be any two animals combined, what would they be and which half would be which? <laughs> Wait, what was the last part of the question? Which half would be which if you could be oh any two animals combined? Um, jeez, dude. I think the bottom half would have to be a kangaroo. You okay. have that nice little pocket right there, and you got long legs. Oh, yeah. Jump. That's what yeah. I'm talking uh, about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the top half, man, I mean, why not, like, just the power of a bear, you know? Oh, <laughs> a bear That's a badass animal. Bear-a-roo. Yeah. That's a good answer. It's a bear a bear guru. That's yeah. in like our top 10 answers to this question. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. I want scorpion monkey, but okay. Would you have kangaroo, <laughs> kangaroo arms or bear arms? I mean, I would have kangaroo legs and then bear yeah. arms, man. You know, Danny, I want you to know you have, got the right to bear arms. You have the right to bear arms. I was going for it. You beat me to it. God damn it. Uh, it was low hanging fruit. We were all like climbing over each other to get to it. Damn, you have the right to bear arms. Okay. Uh, so. Chewy. <laughs> all right. All right, Danny. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the sketchiest convenience store in the Reno Sparks area? Jeez, <laughs> um, dude. Um, it's been a while, so it's probably gotten more sketchy. But um, Okay, so what... There was a sketchy one on Mount Rose Street because I used to live on Mount Rose Street. It was the AM PM type thing. Oh, uh, by 11 or something. So 7 Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Wait, that that one's, dude, that, that's not even sketchy. That's wait, like the gentrification. Wait, wait, wait. Does, does he mean the one? In town. Is there one closer to Virginia? He can't be talking about uh, that 7 Eleven. Somebody's picked that before. There is nothing sketchy about that 7 Eleven. No, there was because yeah. there was Mount this Rose guy that used to work there that was pretty sketchy and you'd walk oh, yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Like, the old guy? He had like long hair. Oh, okay, yeah, that guy. And, and I, 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 he'd be like, "Can I help you find anything?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Can I, can I help you find, like, anything?" And <laughs> 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 that dude, that dude ended up getting like arrested out of there because he was like selling yeah. drugs out of there too. But I've always liked okay. that Seven Eleven. I just never thought of it as too sketchy. Um, right. But that's uh, a good answer. Now that he's gone. But uh, but yeah. one shitty employee could make a whole nice neighborhood seem sketchy. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know that. Oh, man, see. Was he just selling cocaine, though? Or was it other things? <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't really 
I didn't dive deeper in it. Yeah, after we I'm just gonna get this this nacho cheese and Doritos. I got a bear to feed up in the mountains. Yeah. It's like Mount Rose and Humboldt or Mount Rose and Lander, I wanna say. Yeah, it's like Mount Rose and yeah, look Humboldt. Something like that Lander or yeah. something. Because Lander's uh, where coffee bar is. It's in like yeah. the Jacobit yeah, area where houses are yeah. half a million dollars now. Yeah. So used to be, I don't know, like, used to be a lot dirtier. Yeah. I'm pretty like I've always been pretty comfortable studio. in Reno. I, I was like totally comfortable with like the grimy part of Reno. Maybe like yeah. some of those gas stations on like Fourth Street or something, you go there. Like one time I, I was at a gas station in Fourth Street and there was like this chick walking by. It was really hot summer day and she had a, a fur coat on and she had one high, she had one high heel and then she was pushing oh, no. like a like a shopping cart with a bum passed out in the shopping oh, cart there man that dude was pimping i was like yeah. why won't you just take off the one shoe so that you're like walking yeah. level but she had the one high heel shoe so she was like yeah. super like fancy on one side and the fur coat and everything yeah. oh my god all right rick danny what is <laughs> the nature and circumstance of the loss of your virginity? Oh my gosh! Um, let's <laughs> see. Dad's well, in the room. No, no, it's cool. Um, uh, let's see. It was in a it was in a trailer out here with some uh, CCR playing in the background, um, uh, and she was from Sacramento, and um, it, it wasn't very romantic. Big city girl. She was a city girl, and wait, your parents? Wait, like, how old were you? Uh, thirteen. <laughs> Jesus, that's awful. Your parents let you have a girl over from the city in a trailer out back, or did they know? No way. Like somebody had a trailer parked, and it was uh, one of my neighbors, and then it was her, her friend that came up from Sacramento, and then they had this like just this travel trailer out back, and. I don't know. It worked out well. Oh. <laughs> it worked out and in and back out and then in again. Oh, about three oh. times. You were, that, wait, you were you were too young for us to be hearing this. Never forget I asked anything. <laughs> That's about as long as it lasted. I, mean, I don't know. The, the story probably been longer than the actual experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was we so excited. I remember I went to town and I went into Leonard's and I was like. I did it! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what the hell did he just do? And they're all looking at him. Look at him. You know what he just did. He did it! Uh, whack it in the tool shed again. <laughs> oh, stop there. Whacking it in the tool shed. <laughs> I'll just sand it down some doweling out there. <laughs> you guys want another round of uh we can do a few more quick danny what was your uh what was your first i did two in a row i'm so sorry what was the first uh, album you bought with your own money uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> i bought two at the same time um there was uh snow 12 inches and uh dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince hell yeah Red or whatever yeah <laughs> points that's well, awesome. those were like, those were the first CDs, but like the first cassettes I had were like the Eurythmics and I had, um, um, I had like a mixtape of, um, like oldies, um, like, uh, oh man, I'm trying to think like those fifties kind of like doo-wop songs and everything. Um, like Yakety Yak and whatnot. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to think. Uh, um, like all that stuff, you know? There's <laughs> <laughs> these. Frankie Valley, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I had that because my parents um, kind of, uh, my mom was into the oldies, so like Beach Boys and Beatles have been like sort of like some of the first um, bands that I was like really listening to because that's what they were listening to. I've been, uh, but I've been all over like with everything, man. I, lo- I had like a Ride the Lightning cassette back then. And, oh, yeah. And, um, like I was into kind of that thrash metal for a long time and punk rock, punk rock the, came a little bit later what was the first uh, big uh, concert you went to like the first big just regular concert um, yeah. my very first concert ever was um, Brooks and Dunn which wasn't my choice uh, right. was, I, I didn't even know because actually back then I, I, I could not stand country music because it was like Garth Brooks and stuff like that, and modern um, country. So I didn't understand. I was like, "Why is everybody like this crap?" But then, you know, when I got into Johnny Cash and like Hank Senior and everything, I was like, "Oh, yes. whoa! Like this is like this is the country. Like, this is country right here." You know. So, and when I went to Brooks and Dunn, I was like, "Man, Garth Brooks didn't even come out on stage. It was just some guy with a mustache up there." Because uh, I didn't like know that there were like Jim Brooks yeah. or whatever the heck that dude's name. Yeah. Kip or something. Kip Brooks. <laughs> and yeah. Jeff Dunn. I bet. So that one, and then my first, like, the first concert show. that I really, like, the first concert I bought tickets to and loved was uh, Metallica. And it was, it was like, during their, um, like, their load tour. But they still played one and, like, you know, like, um, hit the lights, yeah. You know, like, all the good stuff from back in the day. Yeah. That band's got some classics that they can break out. They kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. And then I like bought tickets. I started getting into Reno. Totally got me into punk rock. So that's kind of where I ended up here. Is like where punks go to die. Is the music I'm playing right now is that classic country. But I think I saw like Strung Out, and uh, I know I saw Gutter Mouth, at, um, Little Waldorf, and um, um, what was oh, yeah. the? Uh, what was like the? I didn't. I'm not really into them, but the Brohim band. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Danny, the question was your first show. You've, you've listed off yeah, like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> we got to You got to deduct some points for that. <laughs> oh wait, okay. what? Dude, <laughs> so, I, I thought I just got extra credit right there. What and the you lost it. Okay, so who, who else has a second question? Chewy, Kim. Uh, who, if, in all history, in all history, who would you have a fist fight with? <laughs> Um, God, man, would I go have a? It's, it's like Hitler or something. Popular answer. Hi, he's a douche. Yeah, so yeah. One Terrible person. You want to punch him in the face? And yeah. There's him. someone on his coattails for who's the number two answer. Yeah. Sure. Um. <laughs> well, who uh, is the number two answer? Oh, can you guess? What's the president what? of the United States? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Another person you might want to punch. Him. Now you want you want I real comedy though. Chewie answered Oprah. <laughs> Sorry, I just say no Oprah. way, dude. Uh, Don't punch Oprah. Get her pregnant, man. No way. I wouldn't even be able to get her pregnant. I do think of all the money you'd get from that. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I got principles. <laughs> okay, so so rapid fire, you guys. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. All right. Uh. Z- 
Zeppelin or Sabbath? Oh, dude. Um, man, that's tough. It's both. I grew up with both of them. Um, Zeppelin. No. Next. All right. Who wins in a fight, Tom Petty or Bob Dylan? Oh, um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Robert Zimmerman. Fuck yeah. Uh, would you rather be beat up or arrested? I'm kind of used to getting arrested out here, so yeah. I'll just take that. Yeah, sounds like getting arrested has been good for you in life. Actually, I have, some, I have like some really good arrest stories out here. They're funny, but I'll right. save that for another time. Yeah. Uh, uh, puke or diarrhea? <laughs> diarrhea, man. Uh, AIDS or cancer? Oh. <laughs> um, a- AIDS. <laughs> uh, pizza, burgers, or tacos? Tacos, dude. Los Dos tacos. If you haven't had those, out in Sierraville, man, they're like worth the drive. Tacos all all day long. All right. All right. Uh, Should we tally the results? No, oh, we got, got more. more. Oh, you got one more. Yeah. You got one more. I was, yeah. If, would you rather go back in time and see Led Zeppelin live in some little club when they were first starting out? Or get jumped in downtown Reno by a gang of kids with skateboards and robbed of your wallet and keys. <laughs> well, that one sounds pretty enticing. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been hit with a skateboard, but uh, I mean, time traveling, seeing Zeppelin would be awesome. Man. Yeah, well, there you go. We yeah. just want to check your sanity meter, like where you are. <laughs> that, that's the question know, they man. use to determine if all the rest of this makes sense. <laughs> oh, oh, Daddy! My my very last one: circumcised or not? <laughs> well, I come from a Jewish family, so okay. I think we we invented that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Rick. Nobody, we, they weren't writing it down back then, but yeah. It started yep. out as it started out as a five skin, and then it ended up as like a. It could be a four, but it's possibly a three now. I think they took a little too much off the top. <laughs> Like a racer head. <laughs> Where's like all the bad joke noises? <laughs> Rick will put them in later. Exactly. Oh yeah, you will. Oh you. I remember. Okay, right, Nick. How do you do? Song? Do you? Are you going to score him? Oh, I'm doing the scoring this week. I forgot. I was like, "Come on, Rory." Oh man. <laughs> Um, he did good. Um, I think we missed some some like rapid fires like Elvis and Beatles, just some major, you know, things. But uh, from what I could tell, he made about twelve thousand seven hundred eighty-four points. He now needed that, a few more questions to build up some more points. Yeah, so that's middle of the road. You are well, on the wall. Next time, you're, you're in the top forty. It's pretty good. Wait. We've been on for 10 years. This, this is like 400th and some show, or uh, we're getting close to that or something. So, yeah, I was in that. That's pretty good. I did a show with you guys, uh, with Dusty Miles and the Crime Shame, and I was playing with those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. that last time ago? That was at the old studio, ago. wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, that, that was, was here. House. That was here. Oh, it was? That was at the Reno mm-hmm. studio, so it was within the past five years. Okay. Dusty's only ever been here. So, you probably answered those Elvis Beetle questions anyway, so. I'm gonna give you more points. You got fifteen thousand seven hundred. <laughs> wow! You're in the top thirty-five now. Oh, pretty geez, good. Dude. Good job, yeah, man. What do I? What do I get? Anything? Or? 
Um, just like the admiration of your peers. Dude, that wreck, is worth wreck, all of wreck. it right there, guy. Yeah. yeah. That, that one month when Kim Kim's uh, buddy was on the show as an intern, he actually gave prizes to people. Oh, yeah. Cal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was cool. Oh, we're oh, we don't do that anymore. Sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, it's okay. Anything. I'm kind of. You'd have to like mail it to my PO box, anyways. I'm kind of in a remote location right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, Danny, we talked before the show about you perhaps playing a song live for us. Over okay, Zoom. we can do that. I've actually, I haven't even really finished this song, so maybe I'll finish uh, it while we're playing. This is like a window into like what's going on in Danny's actual fucking. Yeah, area. yeah. So I have to switch something on here, though, don't I? Yes, you do. This is a new one. Uh, I'm riding with uh, one of my friends up here. And uh, we're going to come up with a pen name for him so that he can remain anonymous because, uh, yeah. Babe, I know you. gonna be hell to pay She said As I look into your eyes boy See those tears I have caused That hurtful feeling so deep in your heart is the love that you just lost When I said I loved you, I believed it was true. Now I'm in love with another man. It's over between me and you. I tried to say I'm sorry. My words came out wrong. You leave me here crying. I'm not feeling all that strong. When I said I love you, I believed it was true. Just cause you say that it's over, don't think that we're through. Saying if I can't have you, no one can. Honey, don't think that I'm playing, cause I'm a jealous man. One night I took to drinking, I was feeling oh so bad. Why when I'm looking for babe and her new lover I found them in his backseat I had all I could stand I just knelt down crying with the gun still smoking 
beside her Tears didn't take him long Said, babe, don't you leave me here crying I'm not feeling all that strong Now they're up there in heaven That's where I belong Instead of spending my life in this prison Can't see the stars through these steel bars Wondering what I did wrong Wondering what I did wrong Sweet! Yay. That's the first one that somebody played over Zoom. Nobody's done that yet. The Grim Tones seemed like they did it, but they actually recorded it afterwards and we stuck it in the show. So it was still live, mm-hmm. but later. Same but that was Nick the first Angley. time. That. So nobody's yeah. ev- nobody has ever heard that song. Shit. Podcast exclusive. So exclusive. Everyone. And I've literally I've literally never heard that song because I've just been playing with it. So you should like listen to our show because it's gonna be on that. I, I I would love to. Where, where when is this going to air? Yeah, I'd love to. I <laughs> uh, should be next week by next All Monday. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't leave me crying. That's about uh, you know cheaters and stuff. So yeah, and the song, uh, you know, you get wrapped up with somebody, and then they break your heart, and they say, "Hey, sorry, you know, I met this new love," and then you know, and then what do you do as a rational human? You go out and find them while they're making love in their back seat, and you shoot them. Of right? course, that's what a rational <laughs> human does. Yeah. Oh. Done deal. <laughs> That's what that song's about. And it's hypothetical. Of course. <laughs> Murder ballads. It's that's exactly what it is. So I've I have a couple. I'm actually writing a song up here too. Um, um uh calling it Cabin in the Dark, and it's about the Keddy murders. Um, oh yeah, happened. the Keddy murders. Yeah, I know so, about those. So we got this song called Cabin in the Dark, and um it's been it's been cool. I've just had like this explosion of um creativity and songs the last uh, couple of months and so there's about 10 of them in the works um uh, rick you're gonna be hired for like the next couple years we haven't finished the last one you can't write anything else (laughs) no but i mean the last one's there already it's just putting on the icing on the cake you know yeah we gotta make another date too do we have another date we gotta make another date um no we gotta get another date going here yeah we need we got we gotta get scott in here bad yeah i got like a bunch of I got a fiddle player that's going to come in from Carson City. Shit. Any of you listeners out there want to record, you better let Rick know a year ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Right now I got I got two weekends open between now and the end of November. So Thanks. snatch them up Good quick. Job, Rick. While they're hot. Get them while they're hot. Yeah. I shouldn't have any life if Reno is fucking making the music it should. Man. Yeah, dude, you're like recording's... Uh, from numerous people, uh, people have said that they're the best uh, version of me. <laughs> the best, because the best. you know, like what we went through with like dealing with the tone of my voice and everything. How like we had to find the right um, condenser mic and everything. Because um, you were like, "What's that noise?" And you came in the room. You're like, "Oh, that's coming out of your throat." <laughs> it's a weird sound. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got like uh, I got like this uh, Ray, like Ray Romano thing or something like. like there's this like weird where it's like, when Danny really sings. There's this weird noise that comes out of the back of his throat that's not 
it's not part of the voice that you want. And I had to use a certain mic and a certain technique to get rid of that sound. It's the echo of the sound rumbling deep in the bowels of my anus. But it's it's kind of it's kind of a weird kind of phlegmy thing. It's bizarre. I've never heard another voice do that. And I was like, shit. And I thought the mic was broken. And then I came in the room and said, wait, I took off the headphones. It was like, just sing. And I heard, I was all, no, that's what you fucking sound like. Yeah. That's what I sound like. Weird. But you know, it's, it's, it's uh, the voice that uh, I was given. So I'm just kind of rolling with it. No, it's awesome. You know, and like you're it's live beautiful. and you don't. Yeah. And just now when you sang that song, like people I was, always you know, like, you know how somebody likes something, they'd be like, wow, like you have a great voice, you know, but like it's, I always feel like people come up and they're like, you have an interesting voice. Oh yeah. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Something. I don't know. Oh yeah. No, when I was a kid, they'd be like, you got beautiful eyes. I'm like, that's their way of saying that I'm fucking ugly. Except oh, my no. eyes. Your, your eyes are nice. The rest of you. You right. could use a little touching up, but uh, <laughs> right. the eyes are good. Man. Got great oh, eyes. In this world we're living in right now, you better have nice eyes. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very nice eyes. I like your eyes. And I don't think you're totally ugly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so well, we uh wrap her up here. People can get yeah. a hold of you. Yeah, before before we wrap her up, I have something to say. Is that oh, okay? Shit. Oh yeah. Are you asking me? No, uh, I'm asking everybody if I can talk for a second. Yes, okay. Um so this week we wrapped up what is the current iteration of the generator. Now, if anybody doesn't know what the generator is, it, it was a 35,000 square foot industrial art makerspace uh, that we held in Sparks for the last seven years, uh, seven and a half years actually. And it was a springboard for so many art projects in Reno and so many creative ventures. And we closed it officially finally on Saturday. Uh, no, I'm sorry, on uh, Sunday. On Sunday, we, we swept up seven years of dust and memories and flea markets, punk rock flea markets and space whales and embrace and the peers and so many art projects that, that people came from all around the world to participate in. And I just wanted to commemorate that uh, because that's something that shouldn't go without, yeah. without being here. here. It's a special so, place. Yeah, it was a special place for me. Um, yeah. I'm not necessarily an artist, um, but I showed up to this place seven years ago and they just let me be part of this thing. And then they taught me how to make art. And they taught me how to cut glass and to build sculptures. And I showed up willing to just do stuff like push a broom. And so I would just show up and sweep the workshops and oh. stuff until they, you know, and they taught me how to weld. They taught me how to do all sorts of things and they taught hundreds of people in the seven plus years the generator was there at their location at 1240 ice house avenue and sparks and we had three glorious punk rock flea markets there um we hope to bring it back next year we'll see what's happening with covid um but as it stands now the punk rock flea market will probably not happen which is sad but understandable with the way things are going in the world right now um, but we do hope to have a new location for the generator uh, by January. So we hope to be moving into a place uh, by January. I can't say any other details about it, but we do have a location that that we're we're discussing with developers now. So well, rest good. in peace, rest in peace, the generator as as it was uh, 
from 2013 to 2020. And uh, here's to what it will hopefully be in the future. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's how we agree out here in the woods, so. <laughs> Danny, what do you what do you got coming up? Um, so this uh, Saturday, I got so much stuff coming up, but uh, this Saturday, I'll be um, in the at the Naughty Pine outside um, from six to, you know, question mark usually like nine or ten, and um, everybody can kind of social distance out there and put their pop-up chairs out there. And, um, and you announced this uh, on your Facebook or something. I am. I'm, um, I'm getting to it today. Uh, no, I but go I to mean, my day job for today, people to so. find future shows that you're doing. So you're doing these, like, you, once a you week. can go onto my Facebook. You can go to uh, Jack Danny musician.com. Um, and that's a website that the uh, chamber out here set up for me. And it's hooked up to uh, my, like my Facebook page. Um, and, I mean, you can find me, Danny Horton. Um, you know, I'm fine with people friend requesting me and checking out my music. I'm, I just did. I'm, yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> so, and um, what else? I have uh, Danny Horton music is also on yeah. uh, Facebook. Uh, I just Danny. like that just now. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I got Instagram. I'm trying to think of all, all my pages here. Uh, TikTok, Danny Horton 1980. Instagram, Danny Horton 64.80. Um, man, I don't know. Hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. Very cool. Um, usually we close the show with a song. You want to take us out with uh, a live song or do you want us to play something? Um, man, what can I do live here? Um, I don't know. We got some good stuff on the the record that Rick's got there. That's so true. What What do you want? Um, um, what haven't we done? We did Miss Rose and Train Song, and then I did a new one, and then uh, what else we got there? Well, I got um, everything here. So that, and then, uh, ooh, that cover. Oh, let's do uh, So this one, can we do Sleeping on the Blacktop? I mean, it's a cover song. Dude. But, uh, okay, this is a cover, and I just want to say that we decided to have you and Andy from the Pistoleros stomp on the floor downstairs, and that's the sound that you hear that's the drums. Nice. Yeah, Coulter Wall song. Yeah, but it's done in the Jack Danny styling, so because gotcha. I've got yeah. a higher range than he does. Uh, so Coulter Wall's a pretty I feel like it has bad a little bit. He's so he's so rad. I got to yeah. see him down in uh, uh, yeah. Santa Rosa. I saw him but, twice in one day in Elko last year. It was cool. Oh, dude, I would have driven out there if I would have even yeah. known about that. I was so bummed. <laughs> God, I would have slept in my car. Yeah, I saw him in the morning. Uh, just at like a little tiny little place, you know, like at the, yeah. the West Folklife Center. And in the afternoon, I saw him at the big, the yeah, big convention center or whatever. It was cool. That guy's such a badass. He's such an old soul. And like his lyrics are just, they just paint the He's awesome. best picture, you know? Like, anyway, so I'm really influenced by like him and like Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson lately and uh, kind of Cody Jinks, some of these kind of like, I guess, alternative country dudes and Coulter's one of them and so I decided to put his my version of one of his tunes uh, on my album you know to kind of show him some hey I love you dude nice <laughs> right on well um, with that ladies and gentlemen we're gonna listen to a song by Danny Horton Jack Danny Horton yeah, hell yeah uh, thanks for having me guys it's really fun yeah it was <laughs> really great media thanks a lot and go record with uh, Dogwater Dick, you guys. He's the best. 
for Rory Dowd, uh, Cadillac Kim, Chewbacca, Dogwater Dick, Ian. We missed you this week, buddy. Fuck yeah. I'm Nick Ramirez saying life is short and we love you. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Take your majesty. Dog Studios. <laughs>
Who fucked that one up? Ha! And that's all! <laughs>